It's National Ampersand Day. And, uh, like I said, just say ampersand. Uh, well, we'll tell you about it later. This is today. Welcome to This Is Today, the podcast that features the stories that make this day unique. It's Wednesday, September 8th, 2021. I'm Russ, and here's what you need to know about today. It is World Physical Therapy Day today. And did you know that physical therapy goes back to 435 BC? Yeah, it's been around for quite some time. And it's not just for like, you know, back issues and post, you know, surgery, things like that. It's also for injury and injury prevention. Mobility issues, chronic headaches. Yeah, if you have chronic headaches, I mean, you probably don't because you listen to the podcast and that makes everything a little bit better. But this can help physical therapy. It helps with inner ear dysfunction, concussion, even urinary incontinence, Parkinson's, diabetes, and autism. So physical therapy, go check it out if, you, if you've ever wondered about it. Now, October, by the way, is National Physical Therapy Month. And Physical therapy is available through telehealth. So we'll probably talk more about this next month as uh, we, we land on that. But today, World Physical Therapy Day. It is also National Pediatric Hematology and Oncology Nurses Day today. Now, September is Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. You can learn more about all of this at afon.org. That's A-P-H-O-N dot O-R-G. It is International Literacy Day today. And according to their website, literacyworldwide.org, the International Literacy Association is a professional organization connecting research and practice to continuously improve the quality of literacy instructions across the globe. You can go check them out on, on their website and learn more about that. The big one for me today is National Ampersand Day. Yeah, you know, the ampersand and you may not know this because I was blown away with this fact, but it was once a letter in the English alphabet. Yes, this is the missing 27th letter. There you go. You've got it. The National Ampersand Day. Fact of the day right there. Yeah, so, okay, it was almost going to be a letter, but it got downgraded and it is now classified as punctuation. Oh, it's just awful, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's a bummer. It feels kind of like Pluto, you know, once a planet, now reclassified to a dwarf planet. Not, not cool. But today, let's celebrate this symbol that replaces three keystrokes with one. Well, actually, I guess it's not really three because you've got to press the shift in order to get the ampersand. But still, it saves us some time. And especially in tweets, when you got to get to that certain character limit, you need to change all your ands to ampersands. Yeah, I know. It's kind of a last minute thought. But anyway, ampersands. Where where would Ben and Jerry's be? <laughs> right? A&W. A&W. M&M's. Smith and Wesson. You don't want to take it away from Smith and Wesson. You want to, you know, yeah, that could, be, that could be bad. All right. Uh, let's... let's celebrate National Ampersand Day by looking at some events in history. 1504 is where we start today. And Michelangelo's David. Yeah, this is a marble sculpture that took three years for Michelangelo to create. Originally, it was going to go on top of this building, right? They were going to put all these other statues on top of this building. 
But then they realized this thing weighs six tons. Yeah, it's a six ton marble statue. So getting it on the roof, especially back in 1504, eh, it's going to be a little difficult. So instead, they placed it near the entrance of the first town hall in Florence, Italy. Now, here's the thing. This thing was so big, right? And, and you know, they couldn't exactly just put it on a forklift because they didn't have back then. Uh, it took four days just to get it from Michelangelo's studio to that plaza. Yeah. Okay, so they put it in this plaza. It's outdoors. It's in front of a building. It's like a brick wall behind it. It looks kind of like a comedy club. Anyway, in the mid-1800s, the statue started to crack. So you can't have Michelangelo's famous sculpture cracking, right? So they decided, let's get this thing indoors. I, I don't really know how long it took them, but they moved it in 1873 to a museum. And inside that museum is the actual Michelangelo. But they said, you know, we got to keep something here in front of the town hall. So they put a replica of Michelangelo's David. So you can, you know, go there and you you think you're going to see it, but you can actually see the real one in the museum. Okay, so this thing is big, right? It, it, actually, the base makes up about 5% of the statue, which makes David's actual body height at 16 feet, 1.5 inches. It's a giant naked guy. <laughs> and, and most people don't have a problem with that. However... Reportedly, Queen Victoria was shocked uh, upon first viewing of the statue's David, we'll say. Uh, and uh, so what they decided to do was they decided to sort of put some hooks strategically placed where you can't really see them if you look at it. But apparently they would put a fig leaf over the, the private parts of, of David to cover things up. Uh, yeah. So uh, when the royals would come to visit, that was hung on the spot there. By the way, uh, for those of you wondering, this hid approximately 5.5 inches of David's um, marble. <laughs> okay. 19. Uh, yeah. It, it Google's great. It, it tells you everything, doesn't it? All right. 1974, uh, President Gerald Ford pardons Richard Nixon. Okay, so we've talked about Nixon plenty on the show, especially about Watergate, right? And all the crimes surrounding that. Well, on this day, President Nixon was pardoned of all those offenses that we've talked about on the show. Uh, everything that he did against the United States, anything that was committed between July 1969 and August 1974. So they even stopped the whole impeachment thing at this point. Like, okay, well, I don't know. he's pardoned. What can we do? So prior to the 1972 election, uh, that's when the break-in happened, right, to the Democratic headquarters at the Watergate office building in Washington, D.C. Well, at the time of the election in 72, Nixon wasn't really associated with any of this. People didn't really know. And so he won the election with a landslide vote. But one year later, revelations started to come about. And that indicated that Nixon really knew uh, what was going on and actually, in many ways, directed the Watergate crimes. Okay, so Nixon resigns and Ford becomes president. And just a little bit after there, he does this pardon on this day, right back in uh, 74. So you can imagine people were not too happy <laughs> about this. Uh, it basically they thought that maybe some sort of deal was made where like 
Oh, you become president. I'll put you, appoint you a vice president. You're going to become president and then you're going to pardon me. That's what's going to happen. Ford says that wasn't the case. Ford said that he wanted to heal the nation. Now, this really hurt Ford on his re-election, or I actually I can't even say re-election because he was never actually elected president because, you know, he was appointed. So he lost the election to Carter, and there you go. This was perhaps one of the major reasons why he was never elected president. On this day in 1988, Yellowstone Park was closed for the first time in U.S. history due to fires taking place at the park. Those fires were fueled by drought conditions, increasing winds, and by the end, they burned 36% of the park. Currently in California, Lassen Volcanic National Park is closed due to wildfire that started back in July. It continues to burn. It's burned about 50% of that park. It's burned structures, a lot of stuff. Has been destroyed, but there's no full assessment of the damage that can be made yet because the fire is still burning. Wildfire has become the smell and sight of summer in many locations throughout the United States and worldwide. On our other podcast, Learning More, I talk with Luke Montrose, an assistant professor of community and environmental health at Boise State University, about wildfire smoke and its effects on our health. There's a link in the podcast description. Please do go check that out. By the way, another episode of Learning More came out today, AI and Common Sense. You got to check this one out. How do we get common sense inside of our little Alexa and Google Homes and all of that? (laughs) Interesting idea. All right, let's take a look at our birthdays real quick here. Patsy Cline was born on this day in 1932. Bernie Sanders turns 80 today. David Arquette turns 50. Pink is 42. Wiz Khalifa is 34. That's your look at September 8th. Thanks for listening to This Is Today. I'm Russ, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.